0: The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, September 26th. Time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, just get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. Online for today, it's happening out there. There's everybody hitting the road. There's boats going into Discovery Bay. Discovery Bay. They're going out here to Discovery Park, getting ready to launch for King Salmon action, folks. It's starting to happen, and you can tell by the number of boats that I passed on my way in. That King Salmon troll in Discovery Bay is going to be fun to
2: watch. So. Yeah, it sure will. Just say hi to all
1: the people around there. Now, you might want to try Discovery Park rather than Discovery Bay. James Smith on the Caldon's going to kick it off. Merlin Cole with the real magic. Out of Bodega Bay will be our next guest, Jay Lopes trolling Sacramento Metropolitan King Salmon action. It's Alaska in downtown Sacramento. He'll tell you what he's doing to succeed and hook up. We've got Linda Butcher from Virgil's Bait and Ice in Sassoon, California with what's going on in the beginning parts of the Delta from Martinez all the way up to Antioch. She's got all the scoop and all the baits you'll ever need. Alan Fong joins us in what's hot and what's not. Mike Graver, great action for stripers out in the Delta. They are back and it's on, folks. Tony Sepulveda, albacore fishing out of Eureka. He's got a great story to tell you about that. He's gone back out again as the weather looks like it's lining up and those warm water fingers are heading our way. Senior Tuna's back from a saltwater trip on the searcher. He'll tell you all about that trip. James Stone will be on the Sacramento or Feather River chasing the kings up there. He'll let us know what's going on. And Richard and Judy Burton join me in RVing and destinations. Our special segment thanks to our sponsors at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. He'll tell you all about the ease of using an RV if you do it right. And there's more, lots more, but let's get started right now by heading to Emoryville? no. We're going next door to Berkeley Marina, and we're going to climb on board the California Dawn with one of the best in the West, Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about what's going on in the action out there this last week, James.
3: Well, you know, rock cod's great. Anytime we can make the islands, it's been lights out, limits, limits, big rock cod limits. Everything's uh, on point, you know, this time of year. But when we don't have good weather. We've been in the bay, although the bay fishing is still I had limits of halibut on Thursday this week. And then uh, yesterday I had two fish short of limits of bass and a fish rod on halibut. So the bay fishing still, it's still been a bright spite, spot for us. If you can't get out in the ocean, you know, the bay fishing, been, it's been solid. And we, we kind of ignore it this time of year because most of the customers are like been there, done that. But plan B is not so bad, and uh that's what we that's what we've been doing all week though the wide open bass bite, and uh pretty darn good how a fish rod to limit you can't beat it uh especially if you can't get out in the ocean, you don't want to get everybody to throw up it's a it's a, it's a good option here
1: yeah, you can get in the pool for who throws up first but i'm- I think what's happening out there is i I'm understanding from talking to Tony Zapulveta up on the uh up northern coast. He says that his waters are going to be calming down this coming week. Is that what we're going to experience out here, too?
3: Yeah, it starts dropping tomorrow. We lose our wind tomorrow. We still have a pretty good-sized groundswell. But by Monday, we should see some flatter weather. So uh, Monday looks like we're going to make the ocean. Tomorrow still kind of up in the air. Um but, you know, with the good bay bite, it's not like the end of the world. Not like we're going to have a bad trip. It's just we're not going to get what we've been targeting is, is the cod. That cod bite has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, we've pretty much left the rock cod grounds alone all season. So every rock I fish has not been fished in a year. Some of them haven't been fished in two years. So good fishing out there. That's kind of the goal this time of, this time of the season because most of the guys have got Freezer's was full of halibut. Freeze was full of bass. But uh now we're trying to start and concentrate on the on the bottom fishing when the weather allows us. But yeah, this coming week, the weather looks good. It's a go do it week. If uh if you can get a boat out. Um, things are kinda slowing down on our end. A lot of guys gearing up for the crab combos. They start November seventh this season. So um, get your reservations in because a, a lot of the traffic flows are slowing down because guys are saving their dough to try and get out a couple times on the crab. Don't blame them.
1: Marilyn's already got me booked on a crab trip or two, I have a feeling. She'll tell, yeah. she'll tell me when they are, I'm sure, right before. Get up. You're going <laughs> crabbing today.
3: That's yeah, just a- my team's... I, I seem to have more friends around that time of year for some reason. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I figured it out. Absolutely. And hi you, James. Hi James. Crab season's coming. James, are you driving to Sacramento? <laughs> you could stop in Vacaville on your way. Real easy.
2: Uh, we are we love James during crab season.
1: <laughs> well, James, are you're out there going for those big lings and Kent and I have both fished several times with you for those. Are you using plastics on that or are you using jigs or bars or what seems to be the best
2: opportunities?
3: You know, it just depends. I mean, we always have live anchovies on board the boat, but uh, swim baits got them last trip pretty good. They are getting in the pre-spawn mode, so the bars are working great. Um, You know, they're they're hitting a lot of it out of aggression. Um, We're using frozen mackerel, and the guys that can't cast, the frozen mackerel has been working really good. So um, it's pretty much take your pick with your skill level if, if you're a good caster, Swim baits and, and bars in the deeper water or if you're, you know, not such a good caster, we always recommend just dropping down with something big, a bigger target like a like a frozen mackerel or sardine, and that's all it's really taken. The last trip out I made to the islands, we had we had uh, 22 limits of lingcod in 45 minutes, full speed on them, had fish up in the 20s. <laughs> Must have been on a good Pretty
1: rock. Good, good rock, was it? <laughs>
3: Yeah, it was really good. So, you know, some years are, are up, some years are down. It looks like an up year on those guys for us. So pretty darn good fish, and you can't beat it if you can get out there, if the weather allows us. It's kind of, you know, that it, it's almost like Alaska, you know. It, it, it self-regulates itself. Like, you can't get out there every day. Um, I really don't like to run out there. If I see anything 10 knots or more, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the coast because the fish on the coast has been good mixed with the halibut. But uh we get 10 knots or less, better believe it. I'm heading out. We're going to be chasing Lincoln. Well, you might as well. It's one of the best eaten
1: fish out there. And it's pretty exciting seeing those prehistoric monsters poking their head out of the water at you with a mouth full of bait. One other real quick question. You're talking about how important casting is. So I'm assuming you are <laughs> swimming the swim bait. So you're trying to get it out 40, 50 feet away from the boat and just let that thing dive and sway back towards the boat. Is that what the <clears throat> technique is?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, uh, and, and God help us hope, let's have an ISE show. I, I give that seminar on bar casting every year and swim bait fishing. You, you're going to pitch that thing out as far away. You're going to pitch it in the direction the boat's drifting and just let it fall. And as it hits the bottom, click it in gear and just kind of bounce it and swim it back towards the boat. And, and you're going to emulate, you know, some prey that way. Once it gets under the boat, the slight angle, you know, reel it up, repeat the process, and and you know, uh, hopefully, if you're on grounds like we've been fishing, you don't get it very far. You have actually been uh, two or three bounces, and you got a link caught on. So it's been, it's actually been that good lately. Uh, if you check out some of the photos on our on our website, there you'll see you'll see what we've been catching. It's it's been pretty incredible fishing. So, um, but yeah, pretty much if if you go out there, have an arsenal. Have your swim bait rod, have your bar casting rod, have some frozen baits, and uh, you'll have a lot of fun doing it.
1: Folks, there's no reason for you not to get on the California Dawn right now and go out and do exactly what James is talking about. James, give them the hookup info as well as the website so they can find out more about you, book that trip, and maybe they'll be out there with Kent and I.
3: Sure. Number here, 510-417-5557. Check us out on the web at californiadawn.com. Also on Facebook, California Dawn Sport Fishing, and on Instagram, you can check us out. You can see what the Eldorado 3 is doing, my uh, second boat. We've been pretty much on the same program. And uh, like I said, it's go do it this time of year. Light loads on all the charter boats. If you wanted to chase salmon or whatever you want to go after, the boats are all running pretty light right now. So you can get on sometimes the night before and get on a boat.
1: There you have it, folks. The way to go. Captain James Smith on the California Dawn out of the Berkeley Marina. Don't miss the opportunity. James, thanks for hooking up with us. Have a great day out there. Hey, thanks for the call, guys. Talk to you soon. you got no choice in the matter. Thank you. Hey, let's take a quick break right now because when we come back, I'm taking you up to Bodega Bay. We're going to talk with Merlin Cole aboard the Real Magic and then Jay Lopes right here in Sac Metro. He's trolling King salmon this morning probably right now. We'll find out what the action's like right after this. Y'all stick around. Going to get hooked.
0: don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best real magic call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com
4: lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lorance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
5: Got to love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us, so if you're going to the water, plan ahead, follow local public health guidelines, and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
6: Now more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Marilyn just came in here and said she doesn't have an iPhone. For the life of me, I thought she took my eight plus and turned it into her solitaire game. But that I must be
2: long. that great. I saw her playing I on it. it last night. I play solitaire on it. Leave me alone. I'd rather go fishing. Thank you very much. And one of the, and
1: you and I have both gone fishing with this guy before a couple of times and I'm looking forward to doing it again. In fact, I talked to his partner just the other day about it. Let's go live to Bodega Bay and let's climb on board the decks of real magic and hook up with Captain Merlin Kolb. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. I'll bet it is out there, too. The smoke's gone. It's going to be beautiful on the water. What are the conditions like out there today? Are you going to have a little blow today, or is it going to be calm?
7: Yeah, it's cold and windy this morning. Uh, it's going to The swell is up,
1: and it's going to be for a fun boat ride. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. What's the action been like this past week? Are you seeing much as far as salmon, or are you really concentrating now on those big lings and rockfish you were getting into?
7: Yeah, we've had a really great week here in Bodega Bay with uh, uh, running combo trips, uh, rockfish and lingcod in the morning, and then switching over and getting into some salmon in the afternoon. Early in the week, we were it was pretty much wide open, and then as the week progressed, the fish seemed to hunker down and get deeper out outside of our reach. The last time I caught them good, we were catching them um, really deep on the on the presentation somewhere close to 290 feet Whoa, on the wire. Those,
1: those king salmon really headed down, didn't they?
7: Right. So the last the last time we caught them, we were just under a, a fish per rod. They were out of reach. But the uh, cod and the, the giant vermilion rockfish, the black rockfish, were biting very well.
1: Well, they sure had a great bite the day we were out there with you a couple of weeks ago. That was phenomenal. And, the, you know, three, four, five-pounders out there, Or even larger. I just take wild-ass guesses at the size of those things. But, man, those are monster fish and just great fillets. They look so good when they're cut up and dipped in batter and thrown into the oil, let me tell you.
7: Right. Hey, on our last trip just the other day, um, uh, we had two giant vermilion that we caught. Both of them were over 7 pounds. That was a very large fish for uh, vermilion on the near shore coast. We caught those in 40 foot of water. Jeez,
1: Merlin, what are your plans for uh, crab season this year? As that starts opening up in uh, November, I believe
7: we're gonna get after it. The best crabbing—it's—I'm—I'm I'm pretty biased, but I feel the best place to go crabbing is here in Bodega Bay. We're—we're we're busy right now, prepping our pots, uh, painting buoys, and doing the things that we need to do to be ready for the season, so that we can get our gear in the water and have those pots fishing.
1: Boy, you captains have it so easy. All you have to do is go fishing every day, take out a bunch of friends, have fun. Hardly any work to do at all, right? (laughs)
7: Right. We're always busy. (laughs) I I didn't fish yesterday because we had to do um, service on the boat yesterday. I was going to say, boat
1: maintenance has to get squeezed in there between midnight and 6 a.m., right? (laughs) Sometimes. I'm sure. There's a lot of work for these guys, folks. They are busting their tails, keeping the boat in great shape, keeping everything up to speed and working for your safety and making sure that it's effective out there when you're on the water. The other thing that they're always up to on board those boats is keeping track of the action and what's going on out there. Merlin's got a great connection with a lot of boaters out there, a lot of the uh, other captains All sharing information and making sure they get under the water. I'm sure everyone is experiencing the same kind of action that you are, especially as you move into those rocks. That's a really uh, wonderful area there at the mouth of the Russian River where you do a lot of your rock fishing.
7: Yeah, there's all kinds of spots south and north of the river. It is really a special place, especially you know when the sunrise is coming up and and you know the fog is in some of the canyons. Just really beautiful. It's like a being in another another world is really special for those who have never seen it.
1: Well, it's so cool up there because the attitude is a little different, too, than the massive populated areas down here. When you go up and the you, the rocks are right there in front of you, you see a couple of other boats drifting along through the rocks, and they kind of just welcome you in. You find yourself a spot, and you get in the drift, too, and everybody wins, and nobody's yelling and screaming and raising hell. It's just a great time for everybody. There's an abundance of fish out there available to everybody, and one of the best ways you can get out there and do it on that great six-pack, the Real Magic, out of Bodega Bay. Merlin, tell them all the hookup information, where they can find out more and see some photos and all that good stuff.
7: Okay, your listeners can always give us a call at 707-875-BOAT. They can find us on the Internet at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com, and they can get a hold of us. On Facebook and Instagram, watch our uh, read our daily fish reports
1: at Real Magic Captain. All right, Merlin, you get a great day out there on the water. You and your clients have a wonderful time, and we will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thank you for joining us today.
7: Hey, thanks for having us on the show. You guys have a great show, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Real magic, folks, out of Bodega Bay, a great way to go. And if you don't want to travel all the way to the salt, and if the salt isn't your thing and you'd like to catch some king salmon, I think my next guest might have the solution to that. Let's hook up one of the best in the West when it comes to salmon fishing, halibut fishing, striper fishing, the whole enchilada, not to mention he knows a little bit about sturgeon, too. Let's go to Right Hook Sport Fishing. Captain Jay Lopes, live on the water this morning in Sacramento metropolitan area, chasing those big kings. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. We're tell, here, baby. Tell us about it. You answered my question. I heard you're in the fish. Tell our listeners what's going on.
8: Well, this week's been uh, quite interesting. Um, you know, there's fish moving through, um, but uh, you know, we're seeing fish daily. Um, there's they're not coming through in the big ways that we like. Um, but yesterday, we saw an increase in action. Uh, we've seen as many as uh, five opportunities in a day um, this week. So, which that's good. Then there's days you get one or two, and there's days like yesterday you get four, and you get three out of the four. Um, But, you know, things are picking up. Uh, One thing we don't want to see is this heat wave. This is going to slow things down just a little bit. The river's on the drop. The water temps are rising now, and that's just going to make them a little more pinched. But it looks like next week it's supposed to start cooling back off later in the week, get back in the 80s, and days are going to continue to get shorter, and hopefully everything starts to cool back off. There's plenty of fish around, Seth. They're just not... They're not all willing to bite, um, which is fine. Long as long we're seeing some fish in the river, that's what we want.
1: Well, you sound like you're doing pretty good on it. A lot of guys are reporting upriver one to two fish per day or a couple of chances if they don't hook up on one of them. So that's pretty good results, although I understand there's a couple of guys up river that have also hooked up uh, limits for two days in a row. So they're in there. They're available, possibly not in the quantity we're expecting or anticipating, but uh, conditions aren't ideal right now for them to all come up. <laughs> I kind of wonder what would be going on from California City around the corner there to that 76 ramp. I bet that gets pretty busy right now with some salmon moving. Yeah,
8: through. yeah, I'm sure there's stuff coming. You know, the, the ocean guys. All I I've been staying in close contact with my uh, my uh, friends down in the bay, and they saw really good fishing earlier in the week. You know, limit style fishing. Uh, big, you know, you know, decent school of fish for a couple of days, and they've disappeared about three d- days ago. So we got. A- Approaching a full moon, we're going to see some movement on some fish. I already know it. We uh we saw a mixed grade of fish yesterday. We saw some fish that were on the you know on the darker side, and we saw some bright fish caught. So uh you know that tells me that there's new fish joining in, um and that's what we want to see. But we definitely need this water temp to cool off. And uh you know what, there are a lot of boats on the river this morning. The boat ramps since Garcia Bend is closed, you only have a handful options. There's there's a lot of boats on the river, and um, there's going to be a morning bite. If I could pass something along there, I see a lot of people trolling fast, trolling the Brad's cut plugs, pulling all that fancy twirly bird stuff. That stuff's working, but don't forget the other older techniques that we used to use are working just fine, and that's what we're doing. We're not we're not trolling real fast. We're keeping it slow. The water's warm. We're keeping the plugs in front of them as long as we can. So we're trolling the slower techniques, and it seems to be working, Steph. so – I just want to let everyone know that there's more ways to skin a cat. So just don't think there's, you got to pull the, uh, the, the big, uh, big setups and all that good stuff to get them. So are, are go you, stealth on them. Are you trolling with the current or going both ways? We're going with the current, um, right now, Seth, that's our, uh, our main, we're cutting them off, but if we do get a fish or two, we are going to, you know, go back up and, you know, we're expecting a bite here this morning. There's gonna a, we'll be getting a couple bites before seven 30. So, uh, and that's, Typical low light hours, uh, fish haven't been, uh, here goes Justin Leonard, I don't know if you can hear him, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's taken off, but uh, yeah,
6: low light hours are definitely
8: best, but we did see some lights yesterday in the morning, so that is great to see. You got, some so, bouncing. Um, you got some bouncing around in the holes right now? Um, You know what, we just came through uh, the five mile an hour section, we got one more little, uh, we had to get up on plane for a little bit before we go to our first spot. Have you but, uh, this week? Have you seen them bouncing around you? No, they're not jumping yet, which is which is good yeah, because usually when they start jumping is when they're holding, and that's what we want to see. Um, you know, they're not staying yet, which they will start holding here below the American, and then uh, that's when we really start getting them. You know, October, uh, you know, as we get more into October, the fish start holding more and they start jumping around, and that's when we start seeing our numbers really increase here. So we well, haven't seen that
1: yet, so there's still hope. There's no shortage of people heading towards Discovery Park this morning. I can tell you that. Three of them in about a 30-second action. We're all making the turn heading in there. So there's a lot of guys launching there today, and they're going to probably just sit out there on the pick waiting for them to come along and uh – The guys that are looking for them are covering more water and having more opportunities to get into those fish, just like Captain Lopes will be doing. Jay, give them all the hookup information they need so they can book a trip just like I did on a perfect day of fishing with you about a half an hour ago.
8: Yes, you did. So, yeah, give us a call, Eric. Call 916-417-5670 and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Today's our last day. If you want to get a hold of us, call us today. We're going to take a few days off. We're going to San Diego. Oh, uh, he's in so.
1: You're going to yeah. have some fun.
8: You taking any characters with you from up here? This trip, no, but the next trip we have next Friday, I will be with the main character himself, James Smith. <laughs> so uh that will be the trip that you'll hear stories from, I'm sure.
1: Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. I hope it doesn't start with, you should have seen the empty bottles of Fireball.
8: <laughs> no fireball anymore. We're over that. We've grown up a little bit. Yeah, they grew up after Not they, th- much.
1: after they threw up, they, they grew they up. They think
2: they have till you get them together, Seth. That's the problem. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, all right,
1: guys. You add those two guys years together, how old each one of them are. It still comes out at 19.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, they're, they're, you get them together and there's going to be trouble.
1: Captain Lopes, give them that phone number one more time. They got to get out there just like I'm going to do and get into the SAC Metro Kings. Yeah, nine one six four one seven five six seven zero. All right, fire that thing up, see get it guys. on plane and get those guys into the action, right. my friend. All right, see you guys. All Bye-bye. right, Jay Loebs with Right Hook Sport Fishing, he's having a ball, obviously. Let's do this quick break and then when we get back, we're gonna talk for a minute right after this.
0: Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com.
9: Morantz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition. Morantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are back by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Loran's Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter. More targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
10: Lowrance has it
9: all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lowrance.com lowrance is the perfect locator for
6: you And now, more California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, we're
1: back and there's uh, lots going on. Kent Brown had the great trip over (laughs) to uh, Clear Lake and back. The drive was beautiful. There were a lot of birds and uh, blue
2: sky, You know, if you're one of the listeners of the California Sportsman Show and you listen to Sepp every week and you've never had a fishing trip or you just couldn't quite figure out how to catch them, Turn radio off. <laughs> I'm talking to the rest of you, <laughs> man. I took a clubbing at Clear Lake. Uh, if if it was just me who took the clubbing, and when he says
1: he took the clubbing, he's not talking about dancing and chicks no, or anything. No man, playing. I was up
2: there fishing the Toyota Series with uh, with FLW this last uh, couple days. Sep, and it it I've never yeah, I fish Clear Lake for 40 years. I've never seen the lake. Do what it's doing. And, and, you know, guys that have a lot of experience and a lot of success on that lake looking at each other going, what has happened? You know, what's going on?
1: So well, one of those
2: weeks, clear lake,
1: uh, has been known to be
2: hot one week and not the next week. Yeah. You know, as a tournament angler over the years, you, ha- you just, you know, those events are going to happen and you have, you know, you have the drive home. To uh, really dwell on it, and when you're done, you better back it in the garage and leave all that crap at the ramp. Because if you just keep, did you feel like up... just leaving
1: it there and coming home, especially <laughs> especially after his trim wasn't working right? Oh on his yeah, I
2: just you know had a little issue with my with my power trim. They and and Mcatee's up there, Lakeport, you know, jumped right on it and got it um, not fixed but working enough that what are I the guys, could fish.
1: What are the guys? uh Catching the uh, the size that the guys on the top ten. that are Most back of out the today. guys
2: are all fishing small plastics. you know, Really? Yeah. There's a few guys, you know, a few guys fishing big stuff, but most of the guys. You talking hard plastic or soft? Soft plastic, real small, six inch worms, six pound test, fishing deep. You know, scaling you know, it down because the bite stuff. Yeah. Trout Not fishing. what you do at Clear like most of the time, but yeah, it was. What pound
1: test do they have on the reel that has six pound test leader?
2: Eighty. Uh, no, most of those guys are fishing like 20-pound braid with with 6- or 8-pound fluorocarbon lead. That's pretty lightweight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice and small. Pretty small diameter stuff. You know, fishing fishing a rod that you would go, well, that's pretty nice. I could, you know, so pretty light-action. You're light not, you're not bringing stuff. home a huge check or uh, anything you plan on sharing with me this uh, week. Not at all. Nope, not at all. So, oh, well. And I, I was thinking about getting away. I still have to clean the boat up if you want to uh come no, by with no, a sponge. No,
1: no, no. You need more than a sponge. You've got ash on it, too. Yeah, it's a little dirty. You know, dirty. we had to give a little public service address out there on the ash situation. You told me about it. I Tell them. Well, you know. Don't hose it. Don't hose it. Or don't just hose it off. you got to wash gonna it off. You're going to hose it, wash it with soap and water, right. break it down, and get it off well, of it there. Well, it turns to
2: lie and then it water spots, and then you can't get it off. Yeah. And...
1: and I would imagine it's a little, uh, corrosive down in the rubber around your windows and stuff. Yeah, everything.
2: So yeah, if you're, if you're getting ash, you know, if you, if you've been running around going, yeah, I'm going to wait till these fires are, yeah, ash. If you're, if you're going, uh, you know, I got to wait for the fires to, uh, you go, you went there and, uh, it
1: was just fun looking at Jay, look right at me in the eyes and make sure I said ash.
2: Right. With an H on the end of it. Yeah. Marilyn's <laughs> shaking her finger at us going, you two stop it. Uh, you know, but it's just, it's just one of those things. You gotta, you gotta definitely stay on top of that stuff.
1: Well, I can't believe we've had a few days of decent blue skies. We were yeah. surprised what we could see. And we actually got a good look at the hills behind it, us, the blue ridges. And,
2: and, and nothing nothing screams waterfowl season like four days, 100-degree weather. Or deer hunting.
1: <laughs> Flames, smokes, burned you know, country all over the place. Early bush. Canada
2: goose season, balance of the state next Saturday, Seth. There you go. That's a sure limit if you get up there. You know, it would be path. like shooting doves out there in your shorts and your camo t shirt yeah, mm,
1: It just doesn't seem like duck season coming around the corner, although it was a little cooler this yeah. morning when we got Let out. me tell
2: you my, one experience I learned about early, early honker season though. I, uh, I, I shot one time with John Caulfield, you know, early season and shooting my three and a half inch Browning, Billy, but, uh, <laughs> shooting my three and a half inch Browning rolled over on the first flock and let her rip, right? Not thinking that in the wintertime when you're duck hunting, you know, you've got your hunting parka on and all that. Other. We had like long sleeve t-shirts on because it was warm it's got a little more thump to it when you Give don't it. have your uh, parka and your you know your hunting jacket on so yeah that'll do that yeah yeah Probably. well then i shoot a pump so you know it, so you, know. you got one more round well and i'm not a sissy you know i'm not a sissy taking up all the recoil with the action you know what i mean I know. I know the feeling. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why I shoot an over and under all. Well, you know my rule on over and unders. There's no reason to carry an extra barrel and lose a shot.
1: Well, I carry an extra <laughs> case of shells in the seat of the truck. There
2: you have it. It's easier that way. Hey, I just want to remind
1: everybody that starting next weekend, Ultimate Bass is going to be starting at six o'clock here on K- KHTK. It's so dang dark in the mornings. We figure there's no point in talking to you guys while you're in bed asleep. We're going to wait for you to wake up at six o'clock. And Ultimate Bass will be sitting there waiting for you. A little bit different format going on right now. We've got SEP Saturday morning outdoors block. We're going to be a couple of hours every Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Times are pretty much the same, but we've moved Ultimate Bass into our two hours on California Sportsman because there's just no point with everything with COVID and everything else going on right now. But yeah. the cool thing is we've got first right of refusal for the 5 to 6 hour if we want to go back to that and to go to the 8 to 9 hour if we want to continue a little later in the day. When will you go to Walmart? I don't know, but we're (laughs) going to figure out what you want, listeners. Let us know if you'd like it at 5, starting at 5, or if you'd rather it run till 9 o'clock, doing the 6 to 9, and give us your feeling on it because we don't know what to do. We're trying to make sure that... California sportsmen and Ultimate Bass are here for another 15 years, just like Ken said. And by the way, congratulations. 15 years under the belt this but
2: week. Wouldn't have happened without you in Maryland. But, well, uh, it absolutely. wouldn't have happened without you and your knowledge <laughs> of, and
1: relationships with all these bass guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 15 years. We, we, we put 15 years in the, in the can today with, uh, with Ultimate Bass. So that's a pretty cool set. You know, I'm going to make a quick change. I'm
1: going to go to Linda Butcher first instead of rolling uh, Regina's pre-recorded because I know Linda's working at Virgil's Probably busy. Bait nice Ice right now, and she's got a lot of things she needs to attend to, and she isn't going to miss this phone call, I guarantee it. We're going live right now to Virgil's Bait and Ice in Sassoon, and we're joining Linda Butcher. Good morning, Linda.
10: Good morning, Seth.
1: How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. Linda, what kind of action are you seeing in this bait shop? These guys got to be coming in loading up now.
10: They are coming in. First of all, I want to let you guys know that uh, the Department of Fish and Game approved us for our derby this year. So it's, our derby is going to be um, the uh, October 30th, 31st, and November 1st. So, yay, we got approved for the derby. Um, so I'm going to start off with that. The derby is going to be
1: 1030, 1031, and eleven one. Is that going to be multiple
10: species? Um, for our bass derby.
1: Okay. So it's strictly striper derby.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Our striper derby. So.
1: How do they get involved go- in that? Do they need to come in and uh, sign up ahead of time or?
10: Um, well, our tickets will be going on sale, um, uh, probably in about two weeks. So they can come in and get their tickets.
1: Well, I'm glad you've derby. got it that the, uh, guys all look forward to your events every single yeah. year. And it's, uh, so. to not have it would be kind of disappointing, wouldn't it?
10: It would be, yeah. It would be. It's one of our, our big things. So our fish will be going up soon, too. So we'll have it up for the Derby, hopefully. Well, I was so. just
1: going to ask that question. I was wondering <laughs> if the stripers made it back up on the wall yet. Or the
10: chain's still hanging there. No, it's still hanging there. We're still working on getting them up. But hopefully he'll be up in the next couple of weeks, well,
6: folks, definitely it's... for the
10: Derby. So, But, uh, yeah, they've been coming in, uh, uh, still coming in quite a bit, the fisher, the fisher, fishermen are. Um, they're catching some sturgeon um, out in Susan Bay. Um, we had one come in yesterday, 58 inches, caught it on some ghost shrimp, um, and brought in a couple of small stripers. Um, and the stripers that they're catching, are the school size they're catching on cat bait, our anchovies and our sardines. And then they're catching some nice ones on some live mudsuckers, which we just got a brand new shipment of mudsuckers coming today. So, uh, come on in and get your mudsuckers. So
1: what is the most difficult bait to get right now?
10: Grass shrimp and go shrimp.
1: Is it just beca- because it's in such demand right now, it's kind of being uh, sorted out, allocated yeah.
10: out? Yeah, it is. It's just, it's just hard to, to, to keep them in stock. So well, the go shrimp and the grass shrimp are by far our hardest ones to get right now, but we're, but we try to get it as often as we can. So. Well Hopefully we'll be getting some more in the You guys are of one of the
1: top suppliers around there for everybody in our neck of the woods out there. And I'll tell you what, folks, if you haven't been out to Virgil's, you need to get on over there to Sassoon and check it all out. It's the easiest place in the world to find when you come off the freeway and you turn it into Sassoon. Just hit the stop sign and then go straight across the street and park because that's where it right. is. You can't, you can't miss, miss it. Miss there is I no way miss to it. miss it. I'd say just look out there for the big striper hanging outside the <laughs> building, but just drive by and look for the two chains hanging down outside the building. You'll know where the fish goes.
10: Yeah. Hey, that's where the fish is supposed to be, but you know, Our fish is going up soon, so.
1: That's great to hear. So, well, it's going to, I'm sure that the press will be notified and that Jim Gilly and a whole bunch of other cronies yeah. out there will all be standing around taking photos of that happening. Yeah.
10: Too. Yeah. We'll let everybody know on Facebook when, when the fish is going up because it's a big deal for us. So
1: absolutely. That's why I keep giving you such a bad time about I it. I know. Well, Linda, <laughs> know. guys are coming in there buying, buying their tackle, buying what they need for everything and picking up all the baits that they need. This is the time of year that things really do get exciting. Sturgeon fishing, busting loose is around the corner it's good year round for that matter we're already here and the stripers are moving from the bay into the delta and the delta action is already picking up catfishing some of the smaller fish the bluegill crappie and stuff it's all available there and one of the cool things about your little community there in Sassoon is everything you need to have fun is right there including fishing off docks along the piers over by the boats where all those are stored. There's guys fishing there every single day. There's great luncheon places all along. There's snack places. And the next-door neighbor to Virgil's is the It's It factory. That's right. And they sell them right there, folks. They do.
10: So it's a great
1: opportunity for you guys to get out there and get away.
10: It is. Yeah, it's all right here. Well, right, right in their doorstep.
1: So. It's just a cool community because even parents can take the kids over. The kids can go stand out there right off the docks and fish in the water while the parents are having a nice cocktail or a meal or something sitting on the back of one of the restaurants there. So you've got it all there, folks. A great destination close to home, not to mention if you're a fisherman, you stop in there and they're going to take care of your every need. Linda, right. we really appreciate you getting back to us today on this. And we will promote the living tar out of your derby. We'll get all that set up. I'll get all the details from you. And we'll make sure that it's a successful
10: event this year. Thanks, Steph. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you. But before you go, let's give them the phone number for Virgil's Bait and Ice. Because I'm sure some people are looking around for grass shrimp and other (laughs) things. And they might want to have your number. Because you guys stay in stock better than most of the places out there.
10: Yeah, thanks, Steph. It's 707-425-5518. And we're right right on Main Street, 201 and Main Street in Sassoon. You can't miss us on either exit.
1: Let's do the phone number again a little slower because these guys are fishermen and we just woke up. (laughs)
10: 707-425-5518.
1: Thanks, Linda. You have a great time out there. Virgil's Bait and Ice in Sassoon, folks. Stop by soon. Make it your stop for bait. Take care, Linda, and thanks.
10: Bye, Talk to
0: you soon.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Hey, now it's time for Regina Stafford and Live Long in the Outdoors.
0: Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors.
11: Good morning, everyone. It's Regina. Happy weekend. Hope everyone survived another week of distance learning okay. Those of you who get to um, be in school or your kids get to be in school, I am very jealous of you. Uh, But another week of distance learning for our family is in the books. And, you know, it means another weekend of trying to get away from the screens and get out and about. It's supposed to be great weather this weekend, so I hope you are encouraging your kids, your neighbors, your friends, everyone really, to put down their cell phones, to step away from their computers and really enjoy sometimes in the out some time in the outdoors. But I also wanted to come on and mention that the California Department of Fish and Game is hosting an advanced hunter webinar on September 30th at 6 p.m. It is something you have to log into, but this time around they're covering waterfowl hunting and specifically how to make those um, coveted reservations to get on some of the refuges. So lots of details going to be discussed in that webinar. It's something you definitely don't want to miss if that's um, something that it's piques your interest. So you got to get on their Facebook page, um, at the California department of fish and wildlife Facebook page, and you can see the link front and center for that advanced waterfowl hunting clinic. Um, it's all virtual, a webinar, so you have to register so you can get the links and everything to log into that. And it's happening September 30th at 6 PM. All right, you guys we will check out the blog for more info at live I hope you all have a great weekend in the outdoors.
0: Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings, decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondou Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not. Brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL spinning reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's Micro Module Gear 2, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before all shimano products rods reels tackle and accessories are available at fisherman's warehouse megastores in sacramento manteca and fairfield stop in and improve your fishing with shimano
1: and joining us today is the man himself the rod father of fishing in the northern california area the manager of our sacramento fisherman's warehouse megastores mr alan fong joins us good morning alan Good morning. How you guys doing? We are doing outstanding in here. Where'd you go fishing this week? You were hard to find.
12: (laughs) You know me, I'm down in the Delta. Way in the back. Uh, Way in the back. Way up north. I'm up behind, uh, West Sacramento. But, Mm -hmm. um,
1: that for sure pinpoints it.
12: (laughs) One of the things, um, is that I noticed the stripers are starting to move in and, um, I just wanted to tell everybody, you know, um, right now they're kind of a hit and miss, but when you get into them, they're like schooly size. And I think one of the big problems is people don't understand those big fish, they like feeding on squawfish, even bass, perch, you know, things that are pound to two pounds. They, they only want to eat one time. And what happens is you just got to figure out where that fish lives. And most of those fish live in one to three feet of water. So that's where I'm chasing them. I'm not out in 10, 20 feet of water chasing those schoolies. I like to go after them big ones. And then you have to use the right equipment. you got to have big lures. Seven inches, a small one, up to 12
1: inch, And that's how you get them big ones. Which type of lures are you being be more specific? What colors and what size?
12: Um, one of the most ones that I use is the Sneaky Pete and the 8-inch and in the Bone Collar if i had to pick one color it would be bone in any lure so because, because tests, it's
1: white because it's white and visible
12: um no i think see when you get in those shallow flats that the water is really clear and you know what we see and what fish see are two different things
8: exactly and
12: i just noticed that the bone color has been one of my number one for many years
1: well now the last question i want to ask you about that if i'm not asking too much about your technique are you <laughs> casting it right smack to the shoreline and then bringing it out
12: no nope. uh those fish leave in, live in grass beds you notice when you're going to go into these flats i mean they're all over there big break there's sherman liberty frank's track mildred island there's these big weed flats everywhere and that's where the bait fish live and those big fish are going there and actually my nephew was flying his drone and was seeing these fish way in the back up north in Liberty places I wouldn't even attempt to go before, and I've hit I've hit the prop a few times and two and dinged them up because all of it is flooded farmland and you know how farmers leave stuff on the corner of ditches and oh yeah pipes and sticking up all over. Well, they're still out there, so you got to be really careful, and you could get stuck in there too. Like that 1936
1: John Deere tractor on the corner. <laughs> yeah. They got, yep. a, they got a lot of stuff that you can snag on out there. Dude, a Mercury gear yep.
2: case loses every battle with the John Deere tractor too. Just so yeah, you know, from experience. Okay. <laughs> I can only imagine
1: what those tines that turn the dirt do to them. Uh, yeah, it's not pretty. It would just yeah, rip I've
12: been, uh, I've been fishing there since the eighties and I used to fly in there. And not having any trouble. I guess I was just fortunate and lucky. lucky. Yeah, we were lucky, but dude. But now I'm hitting stuff because I'm getting older and I'm slowing down. So I think I'm drafting more water.
8: Oh, yeah. Then the answer is. Deeper. Then the
1: answer when you get older <laughs> is go faster.
12: Doesn't have anything to do with the fact
2: we're running bigger boats either. Yeah, so, heavier. Uh, That's true. Yeah, we're That's... running bigger boats than we used to. If you remember correctly, we were always in 18 footers in the yeah. old days, dude. But. Hey, uh, yep. you know, we can meet, meet for lunch at Peeler's this week while you're getting your props fixed. We can go buy true pitch <laughs> yep. and have lunch with he's Gary. My, he's, he's my main man. He's the one that always straightens them out for me. Speed dial.
12: <laughs> yep. There yep. you
1: go. Well, Alan, what are the guys telling you across the counter? What kind of lies and what kind of truth are you sorting out?
12: Uh, number one, right now the salmon are starting to show in the sack area really good. So they're catching them. The jigging's been good um in the freeport area but in the afternoons and then during the morning i would throw quick fish and trons. and you want to stay in that 15 to 20 feet of water and throw downstream you'll get them
1: the downstream action seems to be the best route right now a lot of guys used to go both ways on it you know kind of sneak up behind them a little bit and pull it over their heads but I, I yeah, in Alaska cool I learned that going. same technique coming at him. You get that impulse yeah. strike. Your boat and everything has already cleared him. You just got a bare lure back there, and wham bam, yeah. that fish is looking that way, swimming that way, and opening his mouth that's out it. of impulse and just instinct and grabbing it. Game on from that point yep. on. If you
12: troll against the current, you figure those fish a lot of times they got to turn around. Exactly, they're so. going to chase
1: it down. They're not likely yeah. to do that. Nope, troll down. I tell people. What's your biggest black bass of the week? Uh,
12: I was out on Thursday, and the biggest was four and a half. But I was punching a lot of fish on rage crawls, but I can't get any. (laughs) I know a guy. Yeah. I'm going to have to call him and get some because
2: actually, we don't great? have it. It's tough. No, Rage Cross is Strike King bait. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do know a guy. I know a guy. Yep. Well, <laughs> and Alan, and Alan, Alan, go he, ahead. The same guy that told you to carry those baits a while back, but that's okay. Yeah,
12: that's, you know, we all make mistakes.
2: <laughs>
12: <laughs> I got a peg for him, but there ain't nothing on there. Now
2: that Alan knows about him, everybody will. <laughs> that's the name yeah. of the game. It's not your yep. lake. <laughs> Well, Alan, you, know, they, where I would, go
12: you ahead. know where I would like to go? They don't let boats on Berryessa yet.
1: Am I correct? I don't believe so. Not yet. They just opened up the road, so there's more access. Yeah, cause but there's I a guess, lot of cleanup uh, to happen.
12: Yeah, I hear they're cleaning it up. I guess they want to do it before those heavy rains wash everything into the lake.
1: Well, and there's PG&E is going by out there a lot. They're hang, rehanging telephone poles and wires that were down and everything. So there's a great hmm. deal of work including, you know, after the insurance companies are there just cleaning places out. But yeah. I think there are resorts that could open if they'd let them in there right now.
12: Yeah, If that we get that fall weather change, boy, I'd love to be on that lake top lining for them Eagle Lake trout. Oh, it's
1: going to be crazy. And they're going to be four pounds this year, three and a half, four pounds. Yeah, they will. I'm sure of that yep. for sure. Well, maybe we can steal a little boat and go down the shoreline with it, Alan. I know a couple of places. I've only fished that lake for about 50-something years. Yeah. There's some nice ones in there. There sure are. With you around, there will be nice ones there even afterwards if you catch a couple. Alan Fong with our Fisherman's Warehouse, What's Hot and What's Not. Thank you so much, Alan. We will talk to you again next week, and we appreciate it. All right. You guys take care. Stop by Fisherman's Warehouse Stores if you're looking for something, and maybe not that particular Strike King lure, but somehow I think they'll have it real soon. they got great buying power, and they're in stock compared to most of the stores you'll see out there, folks. So stop by your favorite one, whether it's in Manteca or Vacaville, no, that would be Fairfield, or the Sacramento store. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, Mr. Mike Ogney's got all the time in the world to tell us about salmon fishing. We'll be right back. Y'all stick around. You're about to get hooked.
0: If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588.
13: Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by, and you'll catch more fish.
5: Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
9: Lorance is the leader in marine electronics, design and
6: manufacturing.
9: And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you.
0: Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report.
1: Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? We're doing well. You're back in California now, no longer up in Alaska.
14: Unfortunately, I'm back in California, and I... Guess it's going to be like triple digits uh, inland as far as temps go, and um, sure everybody from Sacramento will be coming down to Bodega Bay to try to go fishing this weekend and cool off.
1: And all 120 will want a seat on the real magic.
15: <laughs> and my I didn't guess know about 120.
1: And my guess is it's already packed. Yeah, we got 102, 103 degrees coming up Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. It looks like. But then it looks yeah. like a cooling trend down into the 90s and then back down into the 80s. It's
14: so time of year. Hopefully this is going to be like the the last big heat wave coming on through. We're going to start cooling off. That'll be good news for the uh, rivers. We've got to get those rivers cooled off up there. And Hey, along the coast, uh, the, the weather's been fairly good. We're seeing some wind on the coast today. Not going to be a good day for that person with a 16-foot boat coming down from Sacramento to go fishing out of Bodega Bay. You'd be much better off in San Francisco Bay. But um, currently at the Bowie, we're seeing 13 knots of wind. The is 12 miles offshore. So the outer bay, we're probably seeing six, eight knots. But that wind's going to be building into the bay later, later this afternoon. It's supposed to be really nice, though, starting uh, tomorrow right through uh, uh, Wednesday. We're going to be seeing some really good weather. Fishing-wise, um, the beginning of the week, it was really good. We're seeing a fish per rod on the salmon front, half limits of uh, lean cod, limits of uh, rockfish on most of our trips. And the last couple of days, it's been a little bit slower, limits of rockfish. I'm not even sure what Merlin got uh, yesterday. He was uh, scrambling around, and I never did uh, talk to him in, in the afternoon. But I was out at the boat on uh, Wednesday. He had uh, five salmon for five guys caught up to well eight ten pounds and limits of uh, of rockfish uh fishing up at a uh, sunken reef which is right there at uh, fort Ross um, you got a couple good of, weather
1: a couple of big seven pound for millions too
14: oh yeah some real there's been some real nice quality uh reds coming out of the uh the local waters here uh recently and um we're just you know kind of gearing in we're gonna get through the rest of this month we're gonna you know we'll be scratching away on the salmon through the end of the season which is the uh, the end of uh October and then all eyes are going to be on the uh on the crab season which begins in the you know the first Saturday in uh in November and it's going to be um a real good start i just don't know how long it's it's going to uh, to last we don't uh, we saw a good we saw good spring counts but the uh the local commercial fleet doesn't think that there's a nearly the <clears throat> excuse me the biomass offshore that we've been seeing the last uh, uh, few years so once the commercial guys start it could drop off rapidly so um, my su- suggestion is that everybody get out early and get on the crabs when it, when it's hot before the commercial season opens we generally have about a 2 week window before those guys have any impact on us whatsoever
1: exactly well, I'm sure that the, uh, opportunities are going to be abounding up there. Merlin has been hauling them out there in the mornings for rock and ling and then doing the afternoons on salmon. I believe because we talked to him early in the show, he said that, uh, he got just under a rod per guy for salmon also. So it's, they're out there. They're still around. They're moving around. He said they went really deep on him out there. So, uh, who knows what's going to happen next. But it's got to bust at some point. There's so many fish out there, Mike. Something's got to happen, doesn't it?
14: Well, there's a lot. What we're seeing right now is a lot of of next year's fish. Most of these fish are about 24 inches long, about six pounds, and there's a few big ones in the mix. And the commercial fleet, they're fishing out to 100 fathoms, and everybody's getting their action deep. Merlin's been uh, he's been trolling out in 250 feet of water and trying to get 250 feet of of uh wire out on the uh on the uh, downriggers now with 12 pound weights we're not getting that kind of, of of depth um as compared to the to the commercial boys but it's very unusual for us to be in in these deep offshore waters this time of year so it's uh just a different season welcome to uh to a fishing and uh you know you, you catch them where you where you find them and we're currently out in 40 fathoms kind of off the russian river to salmon creek and the fish have been deep there's still a few fish uh, going along the uh, the uh, beaches there's an incredible amount of, of feed here recently uh anywhere from 10 mile beach on up to salmon creek um in the shallows <clears throat> so there's a few big fish being caught there and uh we're probably just going to, you know, scratch right through October doing a lot of the of the same powder.
1: Well, I want to do some of that same pattern with you in an afternoon. We will be talking about that and Mr. Brown would like to do it too. I have a sneaking suspicion. So, uh, we'll scoot over there and spend a little time with you in the afternoon goofing off and take you out to dinner or something. We'll go down to McDonald's. It sounds real good. We'll go down to McDonald's in Sebastopol.
14: Sounds really good, Seth.
1: <laughs> Mike Ogney with com,
14: My favorite. And
1: the great I cab. Hear they have
14: a great fish sandwich over there. Right.
1: <laughs> That's where all the fresh stuff is, Michael. That's where the fresh stuff is. Mike Ogney. Really fish. <laughs> thank you so much, Mike. We appreciate you joining us today, and we will talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com's Hot Sheet. And he's got that beautiful cabin in Alaska. You know how it works. There's a whole bunch of this in fact, there's even a recording that tells you I'm going to be right back after this quick break. So why don't you just listen to all that repeated, and I'll get back to you in the second hour with Captain Mike Graver right after this.
6: It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson.
13: Coming up next. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team?
0: upland shooting sports check them out on the web at quailpoint.com now here's owner david martin
3: is right around the corner now is the time to start tuning up and conditioning your bird dog whether you're up game or waterfowl hunting work on getting your dog steady on command do bumper drills get them running and swimming if you need some advice call and set up a time to come out to olive hill kennels for a lesson or to drop your dog off for a couple weeks of tune up on live birds check out olivehillkennels.com quailpoint.com Or call 530-735-6217 with any questions or to book an appointment.
1: For decades, Virgil's Bait Shop and Ice House in Sassoon has been the Bay and Delta headquarters for anglers and sportsmen alike. Whether trolling, casting, or bait fishing for striped bass, sitting on anchor for sturgeon, chasing salmon runs, or simply fishing for a bite, you can bet that Virgil's Bait and Ice will have everything you need to make your day complete. Did we mention Virgil's is never out of ice? And always well stocked with the top producing fresh live baits, artificial lures, hooks, weights, lines, rods and reels, cold drinks, and everything in between. For answers to those when, where, how to catch your target species, there's no better place than Virgil's before hitting the water. Virgil's Bait and Ice on Main Street as you enter downtown Sassoon, just down the street from the Sassoon Public Boat Launch. Stop in at Virgil's before you head out and make sure you're prepared for a great day on the water. Hey, and did we mention Virgil's has got really cold beverages for the kids? And adults too? Virgil's Bait and Ice, 707-425-5518. Check them out on Facebook.
6: Now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to our second
1: hour. I'll tell you who's on here in just a minute, but if you think there's some transmission problems going on with the station this morning, you're probably right. I just got a call from my buddy Alan Grossman. Extended periods this morning, are there transmission issues? I'm losing you and we got another call in here, too. So hopefully they'll get that squirrel running on the treadmill and get that straw-supported antenna on the end of the 2 by 4 And we'll be getting a strong signal out for the rest of this morning. We're going to kick it off here with Captain Mike Gravert in just a minute. Tony Sepulveda out of Eureka has been out fishing for Outstanding Albacore. Wish I'd gone with him, but it got rough. And guess what? He's going again. He'll tell you about that. Senior Tuna's back from a trip on the Searcher saltwater fishing down the... The San Diego area. James Stone will be on the Sacramento or Feather River chasing King Salmon this morning. And Richard Burton, from retired from Honda Marine and an RVer, joins us in our special RVing and destination segment sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. He's got some stuff that will help you keep it simple. All you got to do is keep it really loaded and don't empty it. But we'll get into all the details. And Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service joins us from the SAC, the Feather, or maybe SAC Metro. Who knows? I heard he was out fishing next to Jay Lopes from Jay this morning, so he'll have some info too.
2: We want to remind folks, I know some guys that were driving that were listening to the show earlier, but we want to remind folks, if you're an iPhone user, instead of just playing Solitaire on it, you can download the KHTK app. Listen uh, free. It's a free app, and you can uh, listen right there on your phone. Plug it in. Uh, put it through, you know, your radio on the car, and it works just fine. And you can listen to our shows archive. That's too. yeah, the archive shows you can always catch if you missed out, and and uh, you can catch the archives. And there. we do free on iTunes.
1: We don't always run those little blurbs reminding you about that because sometimes we run a little long, and we need to throw those away and, so we can. And do for you else.
2: old guys like Sepp who have an iPhone, you just get on the get on the screen. It's got a little purple microphone that says podcast. You click on that. You type in California Sportsman or Ultimate Bass. Those shows come up, you subscribe, you get it every week. Whether, right you, to want it, phone. whether you want whether it or you not. Whether you want us or not, we show up every Saturday.
1: Hey, speaking of whether you want us or not, stripers keep showing up all the time out in the Delta, and word has it that they're back. Who better to tell us what's going on, where to fish, and what to do to intercept them than one of the best in the West? Captain Mike Gravert with Intimidator Sport Fishing, joins us live. Good morning, Captain.
16: Well, good morning, fellas. Welcome from the California Delta.
1: Well, what's it like out there? I thought I heard a little breeze of wind for a second.
16: I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, we're, try- we're trying to get against uh, the toolies right here because we got a little bit of breeze this morning. Uh, we have the rice family on board. We've put one fish in the boat already. It's a little small guy. There's a lot of little ones in the system right now. So uh, I'll tell you what, if you're drifting live bait, you better have a five-gallon bucket full of it right now. So a lot of little ones. uh Grinding away for our keepers every day, but it's been successful every trip out so far this week. You have
1: been sending some uh, great photos my way, uh, fishing probably in the four to eight pound range. Is that the typical schoolie size right now? Or are you getting some dinks mixed in there too?
16: Oh, no, there's a, there's a lot of little, uh, six to 10 inches out here right now. Like I said, uh, you really got it. You really got to move around. And, uh, when they start really gobbling up your bait, you need to make a move. So right now we're just out in front of the marina here on the San Joaquin and, uh, Yesterday, we ventured down below the Antioch Bridge and got some nice fish down there. So just kind of moving around. And we're going to have the wind today, so we're going to have to play the little wind game as well. But uh yeah. a lot of fish in the system right now.
1: Experienced captains know where to be during the wind. I know, I know what you do. You get in there nice and tight and secured, and you wait for the fish. And then he goes out and tags them, folks. It's all about being in the right place at the right time, depending on the tides and the wind and everything else. And Mike's pretty darn good at it. Michael, I got a quick question for you. All those little six, seven, eight, nine inchers out there, those must keep a lot of the youngsters really happy and smiling ear to ear when they've got their rod bending all the time. So unless you're just some super serious striper guy that wants to go out and catch hogs, take a kid out there, take your family members out there and let them have some fun. Don't those kids have big smiles on their face even with 10 inchers?
16: Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of smiles on their faces right now because we just kind of started and they had a long, you know, long drive this morning. So they're just waking up but I'm sure we'll put some smiles on their face
1: today. Hey, I remember Greg Burton, my buddy down in Fresno. Uh he unfortunately his house uh, his house didn't burn but his garage did during the fires down in the Shaver Lake area. Um we would go out and do a, a lot of the similar things to what you're doing and we would go over to fish stripers off of Derilio's Pier over in uh, Crockett Rodeo, whatever you want to call that area over there. And we had a ball for 10 years catching these things, never a keeper the whole time. But what a ball, and that's what got us involved in striper fishing for the rest of our lives after that. So anytime, folks, there's opportunities like this for abundance of fish and kids to catch a lot of them, I think you ought to get the family members out there and get them hooked on fishing. Mike, I'm not going to ask you specifically where you're at, but what conditions are you looking for right now with the wind? Is it all dependent upon tide?
16: Right, yeah, we got tied here until about nine thirty, right here outside my marina, and so yeah, we're just uh, looking for that moving water, and then when you get the wind, you just got to try to get out of it, and so that's kind of the game plan for this morning. I see, uh I see the Smith families; uh, they're getting striped bass down in the bay, so we're still, we're still early, but uh, it's definitely on its way for sure.
1: Well, everybody's getting their limits with you to go out and I'm sure you guys sort through some fish along the way. That's just fun fishing when you have those opportunities and you hang a hog occasionally. I like to see kids faces, but boy, they look a little panic when they got a 20 pound striper on the end of that Snoopy rod.
16: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Daddy,
16: help me. Captain, help me. Well, you I know. know what? That's what we got, that's what we got time for.
1: Well, Mike, you got it. You got all the best of the worlds out there. You decided to work stripers this year. You're kind of avoiding the uh, salmon situation for now and I don't blame you. You're a striper expert and on top of the game. Give them the hookup information that they need so they can book a trip and get out with you right away.
16: It's uh, 916-806-3030 or on the web at TimberSportFishing.com. And we're pretty wide open still right now, Steph. So uh, our November is getting pretty busy. And, and so uh, we got plenty of room for you guys who want to get out with us right now.
1: All right. Well, you and I are going to talk this week because I want to book a trip for me and a couple other guys. And we'll get all that lined out, too. I only want a perfect day, you know, wide mm-hmm. open, big fish only. So just look on your calendar and pick that out for me, will you?
16: got
1: it. I got it marked for you guys. You guys have a great show. Mike Gravert, little bit of wind out there today, but he's going to make the bust of it and have those people smiling ear to ear. Thanks for hooking up with us, bud. And if folks, if you want to book a trip, that number again, 916-806-3030 for Captain
2: Mike Gravert with Intimidator. I had uh, our rep from Colorado riding with me, you know, last week or a week before last. And we drove down the, the river road, 160, you know, just kind of giving the scenic tour coming back in the sack from the Bay Area. And uh, I pointed out to him that all the trees down there around Rio Vista kind of lean to the right. (laughs) And there's a reason behind it, because the damn wind blows every day. You think? (laughs) I said, I go, look at those trees. Notice they lean to the right. He was like, wow. (laughs) The wind blows here a lot, doesn't it? Well, that's why they have those big windmills over there. That's a fact. And they don't stop that wind at all, by the way. No, they really
1: don't. What do we got to do? We got to take a quick break right here. Then it's Gun Owners of California. And then great information from Tony Zappoboda to out of Eureka. Make sure you're listening because didn't win. Albacore. Right after this quick break.
4: Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736 or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com.
6: Isn't it time you
1: got hooked up? Hi, this is Seth. To tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals and the best price on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle, or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any
5: place else? Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan it ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
6: And now more California Sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: You know the way I line up this show is I text around to the guys find out what's going on or they email me information or send me photos and I go, "Oh, got to have him as a guest." We got a guest coming up after Kent does gun owners of California here in just a second. That sent me a recording of Albacore action and I haven't even listened to the forecast on it yet. I haven't even listened to hear what he's been doing. I just know when Albacore come in close a captain that knows what he's doing is gonna hook up. Kent's gonna give away the gun, and then we're going to a pre recorded thing with Tony Zapulva, Greenwater Fishing Albacore fishing out of Eureka. Hmm. Kent, does that sound interesting to you? Doesn't sound bad. Thirty five, forty miles out.
2: You know what I like? It's a lot calmer, commerce You know what I like right now? What's that? Driving right by Clear Lake. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to go see Tony. Any, <laughs> any time you can drive by Clear Lake this week. Yeah, going it. right by Clear Lake. Well, hey, it's not Sepp. SEP did not win this week. It is not. You know, it's time to focus on the November elections. Gun Owners of California has a voter guide on state. Oh, a- is there an election coming in? I guess, Apparently. On state candidates and uh, their website under current news. So if you're registered to vote, you should uh, want to know who's out there fighting for your Second Amendment rights. It's simple. Go online and uh, check it out at gunownerca.com. They'll let you know everything. Uh, who the good guys are, who the bad guys are. Winner number thirty nine, not Sep. The twenty twenty Gun Owners of California, fifty two guns, fifty two weeks raffle ticket twenty seven, Lance Kaufman. Boy, you bought that ticket early, Lance. I've never seen num- n- that low a number. Ticket twenty seven, Sep. He, mm, was a, must he knew been, somebody. He, he must have known somebody. Lance Kaufman of Willows. Congratulations. You got a Ruger bolt-action ranch rifle in two twenty three. The staff at Gun Owners will be giving you a call, getting you all taken care of with the proper paperwork. Gun Owners of California, their 45th year of fighting for your gun rights. Ah, He's in Willows. He probably bought that from that guy that sells all Arnold. the winning tickets. Yeah, he probably. That'll from. teach
1: me to buy mine directly from Sam.
2: Uh, yep. See, Sam, that's what happens. we're going to have
1: to talk about that's, that's probably where they went. Well, Tony Sepulveda headed out last week. We talked to him. He had a pre-recorded for us a couple of weeks ago saying he was going to be going out. Mentioned to me last week, yeah, we're going to take a run. And I haven't listened to this, so you're catching it the same time I am. Let's see what he's reporting.
17: Hey, guys. Tony Sepulveda, Greenwater Fishing Adventures, coming at you from the North Coast here. A lot going on right now. We're getting to the end of our season here, but uh there's, there's really a, quite a bit going on still. Tuna have kind of been the big story around here for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a real good shot at them, uh, well, going on about 10 days of fishing there, I guess, before the weather came up and, uh, chased us off the tuna grounds, kind of rolled things over a little bit out there. But, uh, looks like it's kind of forming back up again. Uh, the story last week and the week before that, it was basically 25 to 40 miles was kind of the, kind of the run, uh, straight out front of Eureka. The bite started down towards the south. And pushed north with the leading edge of the warm water there. By the end of the whole thing, we were fishing up off of Trinidad, where we had started kind of working down off, uh, well, outside of Eel River Canyon. So every day it seemed like it progressed north about five miles. And if you, if you stayed with that pattern, you stayed on good fishing. Uh, really big grade albacore this year. Really the nicest grade albacore I've ever seen. They're probably a solid 16, 17, 18-pound average. Um, lots of fish that are 25 to 28 pounds on the big end, uh, and not many small ones in the mix. We were doing numbers from, uh, well, I think the worst day I had out there was 16 fish. And, uh, we had 54 one day. So there were some real good, real good bites out there. Also a couple bluefin in the mix. Uh, way up on the northern fringe for those guys. But, uh, seems like most years I turn up one somewhere and, uh, we've had a couple already this year. We had one real nice one, about 31 pounds. And so that's kind of fun to see in the mix. As far as how we're catching them, Trolling lures, uh, trolling feathers and rapallos is getting a lot of work done. They're also wanting to come to the boat real good for us. We've got, uh, we've got the luxury of having live bait right now, real nice anchovies. And this year, I would say the bait fishing is better than I've seen in a few years. They're real willing to come to the boat. We've had some good long stops on them where we're, we're feeding them right on the corner and you can put up some good numbers on the bait, so been an awesome couple of weeks on the tuna and uh, like i said it's kind of shaping up again the weather's up right now but it looks like we might get another shot out of here when things come back down so we got our eyes on that Uh lost coast of course has been awesome this is one of my favorite times of year down there it's usually a pretty nice ocean down there this time of year. And the fishing gets real. I mean, fishing's always really good. But it's just been particularly easy the last couple of weeks. Really big coppers, uh, really big reds, just amazing rockfish. And the lingcod have moved into really shallow water. We've been fishing them all the way into about 60, 70 feet of water. Um, nice big lings. I think our big one this week was 34 pounds and had quite a few in the 20-pound range. And Limits every time we've been down there. Swim baits, jigs, fishing dead herring it uh, it'll all catch them really however you want to catch them down there California halibut bite slowed down a little bit inside the bay. Uh, I did do a couple days of that this week, and we ended up finding good fish both days, but we had to work at it a little more than we're used to, um, and we came up a little shy of limits on them. So that was a little surprising. It's uh, It's been a few years since we've uh, seen a seen a slowdown like this. But they were a really nice grade of fish was the one upside to it. I ended up fishing down closer to the entrance than I normally fish. Normally we're up in the North Bay, and uh, I fished some turf down. Down close to the entrance where typically we don't catch as many fish, but when we do catch them, they're real good ones. And uh we had a pretty good bite down there one day and we ended up putting uh a nice box of fish together. They were averaging uh no, twelve to twenty pounds, I'd say, is what most of those fish were we were catching down down there. So um not as many as we'd like to see, but a really, really nice grade of them. Drifting live anchovies. Most of the flats that we're fishing are between ten, and fifteen feet of water. So light tackle and uh and there's some big fish. The other bright spot here is the Klamath. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of it anymore. I'm kind of phasing out of that, but it's obviously a river that's super dear to me, and the fishing is just lights out up there right now. Quote is full, so don't expect to go up there and catch a bunch of big uh big kings that you can take home. It's catch and release fishing on the adults, and you can still keep two jacks twenty three inches or under side drift and rowing of fish pills go to method up there, and it was putting big numbers up this week. I think most boats were probably hooking between 25 and 35 fish, sometimes more even. So really good fishing going on on the Klamath. and uh, So anyway, we're going to stick it out on the ocean here about another two weeks, and then we're going to wrap it up for the season, get ready for commercial crab. But uh, we do have a couple weeks here good to go still. And like I said, good fishing down at Cape Mendocino, maybe a shot at some tuna. I'm sure the California halibut are going to show back up in the bay in big numbers again. Give me a call if you want to talk about any of it. 707-845-9588, or you can check out the website at EurekaFishing.net, or check us out on Facebook. That's where the most current uh, reports go up. Uh, Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. We'll see you on the water, guys.
1: If you've done it already, you know what he's talking about, and you want to go do it again. If you've never done it, I've done it. Rod Browning's done it. I've done it several times. It is a blast out there, folks, but it's totally different than catching trout. One of these things will beat you up. They will test your tackle, they will test your skill, and they'll test your stamina sometimes. And we're talking 25, 30, 35-pounders can do that. There are bigger ones out there. Pay attention to what the people tell you on board, especially your deckhand, and you will catch fish if the wind's in your face, you're in the right place. According to Senior Tuna, that's where you want to fight those fish from. He'll tell you all about it once you get out there. But albacore fishing with Tony Zappolita, green greenwater fishing out of Eureka, can't be beat. Give him an opportunity, give him a chance, and you'll be glad you did. All right, let's take a quick break right now when we come back. We'll be talking to Senor Tuna. He's back from that trip on the searcher. He'll tell you all about the great saltwater opportunities that exist and how they did right after this quick break.
4: Amsoil makes top-quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users and experience the difference and performance of synthetic lubricants. Amsoil products are warranty secure, keeping your factory warranties intact. They are high-performance replacements for vehicle or equipment manufacturer-branded products. Amsoil protects other equipment, too. Bulletproof protection for your ATV, side-by-side, UTV, outboard motors, and even your firearms. Switch to Amsoil synthetics for all your vehicle and equipment lubricants. To review the complete line of Amsoil products and to find out more, or to order direct, check out www.kellyoil.com. Your independent Amsoil dealer in our area is Brian and Patty Kelly. Call them today at 800-916-4181. Except no substitutes. Amsoil, the first in synthetics. kellyoil.com If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all.
9: Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Godfisher Marine in Dixon is, is your, your heavy-gauge heavy aluminum boat headquarters, headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfishing Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy bait choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all out to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfisher Marine and Dixon, gfmarine.com or kingfisherboats.com.
0: It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing.
1: Well, I want you to pay attention today because joining us right now is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Mr. Steve Carson, our own Senior Tuna. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seth. Well, tell us about your trip on the searcher, my friend. It says here in this little note, not the best and certainly not the worst.
18: Well, exactly. Not every trip is going to be a record breaker, and not every trip is going to have fish leaping in the boat, filleting themselves and, you know, self-seasoning as they go to the grill.
1: Book me on um, that trip, please. I'll take, the, I'll take an early booking.
18: I've been on those um you know and also it's the classic offshore fishing uh people uh, email me all the time a month, two months in advance uh, about a a trip that they'll be booked for for offshore fishing and say well, well what's it going to be like well a month in offshore fishing is is like a decade and even a week is is like a year you just can't predict from one day, really from one day to the next, what it's going to be like in offshore fishing. And that's a very long-winded way to say <laughs> that, uh, you know, we had fish. Uh, both of our fishing days, we had fish around the boat. They were pretty picky. And and you know why fish jump, don't you, Seth? You know why they, fish jump?
1: Because they don't have a good enough view and they want to get up higher and look?
18: Because they don't have a
1: middle finger. Oh. <laughs>
18: Um, you know, the, the the first day we the had The ones at Clear Lake bluefin-
2: did this week. Yeah, the, ones, the ones at Clear Lake did have a middle <laughs>
18: finger, one on each yeah. fin. Exactly. Um, yeah, our first fishing day, we ended up with about 12 bluefin tuna. They were swimming around the boat and boiling, and you literally, and these were 35 to 40 pounders. You had to drop down to 15-pound test line and fluorocarbon to get a bite.
1: You know, that are so wasn't big. It not going to
18: happen any other way.
1: They're so big. They're so aggressive. And I guess that clear water situation just really makes them leader shy, doesn't it? I-
18: exactly. Exactly. Then the second day the uh, the captain had had a little mercy on us and he took us to an, uh, a different area uh, uh, fishing under what they call floating kelp patties, which are just, uh you know, patches of kelp that are broken away from the kelp bed and are floating around out in the open ocean. And and Kent Brown will tell you, when it's the only piece of structure for 10 miles, it's going to gather some fish together. And uh, that, that grade of fish is is a little bit smaller, So, but they're usually a little bit more uh, aggressive, more agreeable, call it what you will. And uh, we did a little bit better. We managed to get our limits of Dorado, a.k.a. Mahi Mahi. You know what those are, Seth. Oh,
1: yeah. Colorful little devils.
18: And uh, we also ran into some yellowtail that were mostly not keeper size and some yellowfin tuna that were similarly a little bit non-aggressive like their bluefin tuna cousins were. We ended up with, uh, you know, a pretty decent score. And, of course, uh, you know, the group of people that was waiting to load up on the boat and go back out as we were unloading, they loaded up the boat with uh, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounders. So. You know what? That's that's just that's why they call it fishing. Set
1: that's quite telling. That means that uh, Clear Lake is probably wide open tomorrow.
18: I guarantee <laughs> you that when, whenever the big event is done, probably within a few hours of the weigh-in, the the big fish are just going to go on a tear. That's what happens. Uh, but lo- but luckily, we can we can always go back out.
1: Now, one of the nice things about saltwater—it's a bigger lake. You can go out there and find fish
2: wherever you
1: want to look. Well, for Sep, them.
2: you ever driven down the road on a hot day and you see all those cows under one tree? Yeah, <laughs> exactly what that piece of piece of structure is out there in the ocean. <laughs> same thing, same thing. They're all hiding out They're there. They're all hiding under, under that one tree, under anything.
18: They will. And do of that. course, really, since since we got back in, which was uh, five days ago, they, they've been on a biting care ever since. And uh and some of the bigger ones are showing up too. Haven't oh, there was actually was one three hundred and fifteen pounder caught and uh, you know, a pretty fair number of hundred and fifty pounders caught. That
2: three hundred and fifteen so, probably went through I, several sets of hands, don't you think? I've been sitting out on ninety nine waiting for you, Tuna. <laughs>
18: But, but you know what, now that, now that things are different, you look really suspicious now. The <laughs> DEA, is, the DEA has got a drone flying around above, that little thing that lives, that's above your head, that's not, that's not a that's, hawk. That's the that's DEA? A DEA. DEA Didn't, drone just walked, like this guy's really suspicious.
2: You go out there to the side of the road, step with an ice chest, and he's he's digging in the back of his car, pulling out little packages that are wrapped, little white, them little
18: white in. bundles. <laughs> all right, just, little white bundles.
1: I did the same thing,
2: and I I got to share
1: this with everybody. We got plenty of time, tuna. Don't freak out. We we showed up after a pig hunt. The guy called me up, and said, "Hey, pigs all cleaned, all done, all quartered, pieced out, packages yeah. wrapped, everything for you. Go over there with a the big old ice chest, load up." Two or three pigs and a couple of ice chests that we had all packaged neatly and everything. We go to Vallejo right there by, was it Marine World or whatever? Pull into the Chevron station there. We just park. Here comes the other car. Big black suburban drives up next to me. (laughs) Doors open up, ice chests open up, and white packages get thrown from one to the other. We
2: had a crowd around. (laughs) What are what those guys are doing?
1: (laughs) It's tuna, folks. It's, no, it's pig. It's pork. yeah, you destination, got, You right. definitely look guilty when you're out there passing packages of processed <laughs> fish and pork and everything else around. No question
2: about it, Steve. Well, if you were still traveling up 99, I'd still meet you, Tuna.
18: Well, it could happen again sometime in the future. I will let you know when it does. When
2: I'm ready when everybody. Exactly.
18: Now, Sep, I would be remiss, since this is the Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the uh, uh, at the the iCast show that never was, the the virtual iCast show. <laughs> uh, two two different pen items made a huge huge splash. That was the Battle Three spinning reels, and the low profile bait casting reels. Um, I, I can confidently report that a number of stores have got the Battle Three spinning reels, and in fact. They're selling so fast, they're already running out, so don't wait if you're looking for those. And the low-profile baitcasting reels are starting to go out. Actually, they started to go out earlier this week, so your favorite retailer. Uh, he'll probably have them if you pre-ordered. If you didn't, they have probably already sold the one you were thinking about.
1: Well, I so, would imagine uh, that fish- our friends at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores will have those in stock shortly if they don't have them already. So take a look well, for Well, they them, have so had sure. them.
18: Whether or not the, but but as as I'm sure you know, there's a worldwide shortage of fishing cackle simply because the the entire world was locked out of their out of their jobs and with nothing to do except go fishing.
1: Well, the whole world isn't out of inventory because fishermen's warehouse stores have probably the best inventory position I've seen anywhere right now. You're right, stores are wiped out, they're having a hard time getting things replenished. Fishing is so popular and has become even more popular. Shooting sports, the same kinds of things have happened. Boating, you can't find a boat to buy right now. RVing, you can't find it. People are desperate to get out and do the things that they enjoy, and fishing is certainly one of them, no question
18: about it. Tuna, what's your next trip? Well, I've got an eight-day trip. Uh, I'm leaving next week, in fact. On the American Angler, it's still up in the air whether we're going to, spend our time spinning around on for eight days up in California waters because that's where the bigger tuna are or we're gonna make a shot all the way down to what's called the Ridge and Alejos rocks where although the the bigger tuna have not been there there's been plenty of you know medium sized ones but my favorite fish is what lives down there the wahoo so you have to you have to ask yourself a, a question how did they get that name <laughs> I know tell our listeners. It's the world's fastest fish, and they can swim sixty miles an hour on the hook. not feels like sixty <laughs> it is sixty What does that so do What does that you do to that it? sensation? You've never felt anything Steve what does that do to a torque down drag? Well, if your drag is torque down, it breaks your line in a big hurry. so the trick is use the fish real and this applies to almost any fish use their speed and power against them tire them out you've you've got an expensive reel with an expensive very precisely uh designed drag let the reel do its job don't clamp your thumb down on the spool don't tighten the drag all the way up let the fish tire himself out he will do it eventually if you let him
1: Yeah, if you don't tire out first
18: well you know that's a that's another issue
1: that's when you go to the corner and tap and somebody else comes out exactly and it happens all the time, like you did when you passed me that albacore on a spinning reel. He'd had enough and said, Hey, Sep, try this.
18: Well, that, I wasn't exactly tapping out. It was more like, Here you go, Sep, feel this.
1: Yeah, yeah, you tap out, Sep. <laughs> it was fun. I'll give it that. And it was a battle like I'd never experienced before, but I'll use level wines from now on. It's much. Oh,
18: it's step. Much, it's Oh, a, no, 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 I'm don't a, do it.
1: I'm a candy. I'm a candy guy, man. I'm a trout fisherman. Those guys are so big and monstrous, they just tear me to shreds. I tell you, after the first albacore I ever hooked, I looked up at Tommy Zizo, the captain then, and I looked at him and I walked up to him and said, I don't know how the hell I'm going to catch a second one after that.
18: You know, modern tackle, we are so lucky. You look at the at the, at the the pictures from, from Zane Gray days from 100 years ago and, where they went out of Avalon in rowboats.
1: Yes, yes.
18: <laughs> they went out in rowboats. And the tackle was crude to say the least. And, uh, that was when men were men.
1: And there were no galleys. Definitely. And there were no galleys on board either.
18: No galleys, no bathrooms. No bunks. Uh, no bunks, nothing. It was just you and the fish. And about half the time, the fish won. <laughs> Steve And Car- I mean, totally.
1: Steve Carson, folks, truly one of the best saltwater angling experts in the West. And he's our own senior tuner right here. He taught, he does shows in Southern California and up here with us and we appreciate it a great deal. Nobody tells it like it is better than you do. And I thank you so much. Thanks, Seth. Take care. What a great guy and a great fisherman at the same time. Hey, I got James Stone on the phone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, and he also runs Elite Lee Sportsman's Guide Service. Let's check in with him, find out which river he's working today, and find out what the action's been like. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. How are you? I'm doing well. Tell me about it. You don't sound too excited this morning.
19: Oh, we're just trying to call in to get a hold of you, but the service was not the best. So I'm glad we got through. And uh, we're up on the Sacramento River today, just king salmon fishing back, trolling lures. Uh, Yakima Flatfish got de-built construction on the boat today from Santa Rosa. We're going to have a great day.
1: Well, what are you hearing up there? What are you seeing this last week as far as action going and fish moving into the system?
19: Uh, well, we're starting to see some fish show up, some more fish a little bit later, but we're definitely way down from what we estimated at the PFMC. You know, we were looking at about 270,000 total fish coming back for escapement, including the river harvest numbers, so it was supposed to be around 250,000 fish were actually going to spawn or go into the hatcheries this year, but... We're way low on that number from the Sacramento, but that makes sense because six years ago, we trucked the fish due to the, due to the uh, drought. And three years ago, the returning adults were the lowest in history on the Sacramento river. And we failed to make make egg mitigation and our organization and others advocated to transfer eggs from the feather and the American hatchery. Unfortunately, they didn't listen and uh, they only raised 5.5 million smolts three years ago and, we're starting to see, uh, the, you know, the the reasoning behind that. So we failed to make that $12 million, and uh, we're starting to see low numbers on the Sacramento River.
1: You think this is going to change significantly before the end of the season?
19: You know, we're not 100% positive, Sep. I mean, most of us are, are going to be done fishing here in the next two weeks. So our season's almost over. So with that being said, unless they're really late and the fish come really, really late, I would say that, you know uh, the season is going to be a bust on our numbers where we way overestimated what what kind of uh numbers were out in the ocean the feather is seeing a lot of fish show up there are a lot of fish showing in the feather but they're not biting and there's real low water and uh, most of the guides can't even access there's been multiple boating accidents this year on both rivers due to the low flows so make sure you're careful out there when you get out there and realize that uh, the rivers are not at normal levels right now The sacramento is uh, below six thousand and uh We've got uh, the feather is uh, below 2,500. So. And with
1: the warm temperatures and them running so low, we got three days of over 100 degrees coming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's going to certainly uh, not be beneficial to what's going on up there too. Well, we're going to keep yeah, an eye right. on, we're going to keep an eye, close eye on this and uh, see what's going on in the next week or so. And I'm going to get a hold of Fish and Wildlife and I want to hear what their perspective is on this and how numbers can be off so far by the feds, if in fact they don't show up. I, I don't want to be the one that says I told you so because I didn't tell them anything on this. I just know everyone's paying attention to it. And if we're all doing our job and paying as much attention as we should be, I don't think we should be off by the kind of numbers that could be off. I'm still an advocate. Yeah. I know it's expensive, but I believe that every single fish should be coated wire tag that's going out of our hatcheries right now. Let's find yeah. out what's really going on, and then we'll know what to do. But we have that's right. going to cost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, to make it happen.
19: Yeah, you're right, Steph. It's going to cost millions of dollars to make it right. And we got to remember that we got to start raising more fish. You know, the job of these hatcheries, we've lost what we were supposed to do. The dams went into place and we were to raise mitigation and raise the numbers of fish because of the loss of habitat for natural spawning fish. And now we seem to be like we're going to save the species of fish with these large dams in the way, and it's never going to happen. And so the only way to do that is to raise more fish. We've got to start getting back to our historic levels of numbers and doubling, if not tripling, the amount of fish that we're raising at our hatcheries and get them safely out so that we have a thriving fishery. We're at now 20 years since we've seen a thriving fishery, and it's sad. It's sad that we are not getting to the point in the numbers where we used to be And with license sales increasing and everything else and gas and everything else increasing, we are going to lose interest. We're going to continue to see the licenses decline like they have 55% since 1982. And we're heavily engaged with the department on the R3 program to recruit, retain, and reactivate fishing men and women. We've got to get more fish in our system so that more people are fishing.
1: Well, let's find out what happens this year. I think this will be a very telling year, and uh, we will get some answers from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Hopefully in about three or four weeks i would be calling up saying, man, do you believe all these fish that came in all at once? We'll see what happens because you don't want to be saying, talking too negative too early about things. There's a lot of guides out there. trying to make a living right now and taking people out and getting fish one to two a day. What kind of experience are you getting? Just real quick, James,
8: average.
19: Yeah, we're experiencing that step. We're experiencing about four to five bites per day. And, uh, you know, my clients are, you know, landing anywhere from one to five fish per day. But right now, typically in September, you know, we're normally getting 12 to 15 takedowns a day, and we're catching eight salmon a day. uh, I,
1: I have been on boats where you drop four lines down, and in 10 seconds you've got four fish on. We've all been there one time or another, but I have had that happen Many, many times. There aren't as many fish in the system as there should be. It's Enough said right now. Do you agree with that?
19: I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, if all these fish come back to the feather again, you got to remember, everybody, watch our film, Unspawned, on YouTube. It's titled Unspawned. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it because this year the state could kill, euthanize over twenty to 40,000 adult salmon unspawned and ship them off to Washington like they've been doing for the past 20 years. So make sure you watch the documentary. We're going to be following the department closely and making sure that we let every fish spawn so that we can try to bring this fishery back. Uh, it's what's right, and uh, the fishing men and women deserve to have a good fishery again.
1: James Smith, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association. He also runs, well, my phone's ringing away. He also runs Elite Sportsman's Guide Service. James, real quick, give him the phone number. <laughs>
19: Yeah, if you want to get a hold of me, James Stone, you can reach me at Elite Sportsman Guide Service at EliteSportsman.com. If you want to reach me for the organization NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association, you can find me at NCGASA.org. All
1: right, partner, you have a good day out there. Good luck to you, and let's keep our fingers crossed we see a whole lot more salmon
19: heading your way. Thank you, guys. Have a great day.
1: Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue, isn't it?
0: Get a clue. you can be sure that guns, fishing and other stuff will have it in stock. And now here's today's Get a Clue.
20: Hi, this is Marilyn. Skies are clearing and sunshine greets us again. However, outdoors folks continue to have hurdles thrown at them. The latest challenges come about as nonprofit fundraising efforts have ground to a halt because of COVID-19. Social gatherings are not allowed, and the dinners usually produced by these organizations and attended by members and their friends are not being planned. We just received notice from California Inland Fisheries Foundation that the fundraising dinner originally planned for October 24th has been canceled. They appreciate the support and hope the regular derby and dinner can resume in 2021. And they're just one group out of hundreds out there doing good things. Evaluate those you feel you can support and help them out volunteer for projects or some are holding raffles or auctions or special fishing trips or just plain asking for dollars get a clue if you think you can help do it hey take care of yourself stay safe and well till next week you've driven past it for the
0: last time now discover california's sportsman store that has it all at the right price guns fishing and other stuff in vacaville
4: Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and
0: Fairfield.
5: Got to love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
6: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: We're back. How in the heck does this new segment work? Are you supposed to push something and lead me into it? or I, I don't even know. Is there an intro to our new segment, RVing and Destinations? Hit it!
9: Best of Awards, Bantica Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing.
1: Boy, I've got a great reason to be outdoor. Aren't you tired of being locked down with COVID virus? Aren't you tired of the smoke? It's about time you got to places that aren't smoky and that have social distancing. And what a great way to do it in an RV. And I've got my good friend Richard Burton, formerly with Honda Marine. He and his wife, Judy Burton, all go out and travel all over in their fifth wheel. They've done it for many, many years, and I've asked him to share a few things with us today about keeping it simple, keeping it easy to go out RVing and not have to work about anything or worry about anything. Good morning, Richard.
15: Hey, I thought this was Radio Tradio. i got a great little Gregor for sale. I,
1: I, I bet the price went up about three grand when you heard they're, they're a little difficult to find right now.
15: But, yeah. now you know, Seth, Judy and I have been RVing should all of our married life, 42 plus years. And my family did it. You know, when I was a kid growing up, we started in tents and then went to a little uh, teardrop truck trailer. Uh, Judy and I, over the years, we've had everything. We've had motor homes. We've had campers. We've had full trailers. We've had fifth wheels and we currently have a fifth wheel now But and my kids have uh, their RVs. It's just a great family way to go. I mean, it's easy to do. We keep, Stuff packed in our trailer all the time, certain clothes. Of course, we change the clothes up as, the, you know, the seasons change, go from summer-type stuff to winter. But uh, it's just a great deal, and, and we try to go at least once a month. Well, I,
1: I look back at a lot of the trips that I took in the old days, and you, I'm sure, too, did exactly the same thing. You'd go out to your tent, your camp camper, your whatever you've got your little trailer and you would haul everything into it cause you're going to go on a trip and then you'd haul everything out of it and put it back where it was when you got home. And boy, that got tedious for a while, but now with the size of things and the compactness of things, you can really take a lot with you to the point that you never have to unpack everything that's in there. Just take out the dirties, bring them back in and put in fresh food, right? Hey, we need canned food in there. We, do, t- time. we yeah. do too. Yeah. maryland has got a little yeah. thing in our RV. But the, keeping it simple is really the secret to the whole thing of having fun because it's not fun loading it all up and taking it all out when you get home. But if you take care and put everything back where it belongs and take out the dirty stuff and whatever – and take out all your garbage. You're set to go and it's going to be easy. And that's what it's all about. Making it an easy and fun situation to go to. And you've been doing that all over. One of your favorite places is Pismo. You go over to Pismo yeah. Beach to an RV park. What is the attraction of this place?
15: Well, number one, it's close. It's two and a half hours for us. It's a, it can be 110 degrees here in the, in the valley. And for those who don't know, I live in the Fresno Clovis area. And in two and a half hours, we can be in 68-degree weather. And, I mean, it's That's beautiful, the it's coastal, it's clear. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and if we don't go that direction, we go east. You know, we go over to the eastern Sierras, we go down south. We are the downtown Long Beach, California. That's right.
14: That's right. It's
15: perfect down there. Well, I used to do it. You know, I used to mix it in. When I was working, I'd do the show at the Long Beach, the Fred Hall, or the or the SEMA boat show. And I'd stay in the RV park rather than stay in a hotel. Yeah. You know, Mar- that 30 years
1: ago, Maryland, I stayed down there in the RV park too, right on the water. It's yes, a, did. They're great places. It's a great place to stay. But the coolest thing about that one is this is a beautiful RV park, isn't it?
15: Oh, and they, it's a new one now compared to where you went. They built the aquarium there. So they, they moved the RV park and it's even nicer, but you know, there's, there's some things that you do when you come home from a trip. That make it a lot easier when you get ready to go on the next one. Number one, you want to make sure that your holding tanks are, are empty, or especially your black tank. You want to put in some chemicals that keeps it nice and fresh smelling, and you can pick that up at Mantique RV. I'm sure they have a nice selection of it.
6: You bet. And then
15: you want to make sure and switch off your batteries if it's going to be sitting for a, a length of time, or, you know, we're fortunate we have ours parked right here at the house, so I keep it plugged in all the time. That's
1: exactly but, what I do. Ready to go charging the batteries all the time
15: you want to you know if not you want to turn off your batteries so you not don't have any electrical draw going on you want to shut off your propane and and it's always wise to drain your holding tanks especially your black you don't you want to drain that sucker but and then when you get ready to go you've oh another critical thing is when you turn off your refrigerator leave those doors open oh baby a lot of the A lot of the refrigerators had a little clip that you'd flip that prevent them from closing because if they close, you're going to get a big surprise when you open up and get ready to go for the next trip. You're going to have all that black mold in there. Yeah, and don't take a deep breath when you open it either. Yeah, then when you get ready to go, you simply turn on the batteries, turn on the propane, turn on your refrigerator a day or two ahead, and uh, make sure it gets good and cold. Carry just enough water. If you are going to an RV park where they have full hookups, carry just enough water with you in in your freshwater tank. Should you need to stop and make a potty stop or, or you want to stop and have lunch or, or if you do need some water for something else. Now, tires. Whether you're in a class A, you're in a, a pull trailer fifth wheel, or you've got a camper in the back of your truck, under inflation will ruin your trip. You will have a blowout. And it's, it's not any fun changing a tire on an RV on the side of I-5. So you should be,
1: you the should be should be checking your air before you leave and after you get home, too. You don't know what you might have picked up along the way going both directions. And he's right. I have seen these tires explode because they've been underinflated. And I've blown up a few myself by overloading a a truck with too much weight on the tires. So it's very, very important. Richard, I want to thank you for sharing, keeping it simple with RVers. And I think that's really one of the most things – one of the things that we can all do to make RVing even more fun is to make it less work along the process.
15: It's it's just a great way to go. Uh, our family certainly enjoys it. Uh, in my industry that I was in for so many years like you, I was able to mix the two. Uh, fishing tournaments, the events that we'd go do, we'd take the RV out right there. Um, <clears throat> it, it's just a neat, neat way to go and take it from one guy that stayed in more hotel rooms than you can ever imagine. Uh this is the way to go for us.
1: You got it. Richard Burton, formerly with Honda Marine, now kicking back RVing. And we'll be going someplace real soon. Take care, my friend, and it. thanks for sharing, keeping it simple with our audience.
15: We appreciate it. Hey, congratulations to Kent. 15 years. Never thought that you could do it, buddy, but you're <laughs> guiding on. Now
1: we'll thanks, see if Brent. he can make 30. Take care, <laughs> Richard. We'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, let's head out to, uh, that's. I don't know, Oh, we got to do the outro first. You need to whisper that to me like three seconds earlier.
9: Any further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West.
12: We're not the biggest. We're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, Manteca.
6: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Well, without much time left, we're not going to waste much time. Let's get hooked up right now with Outcast Guide Service Professional Guide Justin Leonard joins us right now. I know he's chasing salmon. I think he's in the Sac Metro area. Let's find out. Good morning, Captain. Good
21: morning. How are you this morning?
1: Outstanding. What's going on out there today?
21: You know, not a whole lot for us. We are in Sac Metro. Um, a lot more fish today on the graph than Yesterday, seen a couple of fish hooked up. Uh, we have not hooked up quite yet, so we're gonna keep on plucking at it. But uh, nothing too crazy for us quite yet. What's it been like the last
1: week or so for you, Justin? What kind of uh, rate are you catching and hooking? And get, how? Many, what's the ratio of to the boat to hits?
21: Um, most all. I mean, we've been on plugs. Brad's cup or Brad's killer fish, quick fish, all those those plugs. You, you miss a lot more bites. I don't know why. You got six hooks down there. Um, you just miss a lot more bites compared to a Silvertron or a Brad's Cup plug. Normally when they grab it, they're going to make it to the boat. So um, when we're on plugs in the morning, we normally miss two, three bites or so, and then switching over normally when they do grab it, we will stick them.
1: Well, early in the morning is the worst time because new clients are out there trying to figure out, am I on the bottom? Am I close to the bottom? Am I where I'm supposed to be? And you look out and the guy's got like 250 feet of line out behind the boat. You know you got an issue there.
21: Yeah, it happens, unfortunately, but it's good. It's fun.
1: Well, it's it's work, and that's why you got great guides like Justin that are out there, step by step, showing you how to do it, telling you how to do it, and giving you good instructions, so that you'll be good if you go out on your own or on the next time you go out with a guide. Justin, what are you uh, experiencing out there? Fifty-fifty of them halfway there. They starting to turn color on us. You got big hook jaws, yeah. or you seeing many chromers in the mix?
21: No, it's a lot of beautiful fish, actually. I got a couple spots in the boat. You look, and there's just scales all over the place from uh, previous fish. And a lot of these fish have been real nice. Not many American River fish. I have seen a couple of them, but overall, the ratio is more nice, bright fish compared to those American River fish that we will be getting probably here pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I saw some American River shots, and I'm kind of surprised they're already starting to bronze a little bit.
21: Yeah. No, I was, too. I was like, all right. But the water is 68 degrees down here, so it's still... It's still a little toasty.
1: Well, let's give them all the hookup for Outcast Guide Service so they can get a hold of you and get out there on the water. And hopefully things will really be picking up. That's it. Um, Thank you very
21: much. Give them that phone number and the website. It'll be 530-277-6870. And the easiest way to get a hold of me is all on Facebook, Outcast Guide Service. Two words and phone number, email, messenger. Everything is right there. Everything you need.
1: Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's running them down. Sack Metro Kings. Thanks for checking in with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you. Well, you can go ahead and do the outro right now if you wanted to, and I could song, do a song and dance. We got about 30 seconds left. I want to remind everybody next week, you're going to hear Ultimate Bass at six o'clock straight up instead of California Sportsman with the new SEPs out Saturday mornings outdoor block. And we're going to be going to California Sportsman at 6.30 and run until 8 o'clock. It's a whole new format, a whole new thing coming your way starting next week. Listen to it. And I'm proud to have Mr. Kent Brown with Ultimate Bath sitting next to me every morning doing California Sportsman right after he's done. Guys, kick back. Enjoy what you can out there. Keep your social distancing going just to keep the governor off our butt and have a great time. Till next week, this is Seth. Tight lines, everybody.
0: We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sepp at sepps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips and more, visit us on the internet at sepps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of SEPS Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.